0: CJ Boyd I am in Boise, Idaho I'm here with Elliot Lip Hey And Mishner Hey And we are in Elliot's hotel I uh, just met Mishner tonight uh, But these friends have known each other for a long time Yeah um, And Elliot and I have known each other for a very long time Yeah uh, We made a record together in 2002? Is that sound right? Yeah Yeah uh, Maybe two thousand one. I think yeah, maybe two thousand and one. I think you're right. So very long time ago. <laughs> yeah. We also had just met though. Like I knew you through Zach Marvick and mm-hmm. Eric Bug, uh, in Tacoma. You're from Tacoma originally. Mm-hmm. I yeah. lived in Tacoma from like ninety seven to two thousand one. So yeah, it probably was like late two thousand one. So we're at Tree Fort Music Festival. LA just played a set. Um and it's you're leaving. You're going to. I'm going to see, I'm going theater. to c tomorrow. Right. I'm here all festival. I'm gonna be hanging out with some more buds. Hopefully, get some more stories. But I ran to uh, LA today. I wanted to want to hear what is your worst show ever. All right. Well, there's a property
1: in northern Colorado called Mishawaka. Mishawaka. Uh huh. Okay. It's like going towards Wyoming. Okay, like north of Fort Collins. Yeah. Okay. And it's up. It's like, up in the woods. Okay. And it's it's next to a river. There's a little amphitheater kind of thing. Okay. And it was like a mini festival. There was two stages, I think. And, it was all electronic stuff, but also super jammy kind of style okay. too. And um, everybody was on acid. <laughs> How long ago was this? <laughs> Probably like seven or eight years ago okay six or seven years ago
0: earlier at the show we were talking about Sound Tribe Sector 9 yeah something like that this was was definitely one of those type of events was it that okay
1: and I went on really late I was playing and there was still a ton of people there and everybody was up and dancing and it was like middle of the night and I'm DJing on the main stage there and uh the promoter comes up and he's a super chill dude and he's like he comes walking up to me while I'm Playing. Yeah. And now was, are you doing? I'm what DJing you doing
0: at the time. Okay, you're DJing. Yeah. Okay. I asked he goes, for our listeners because you've done all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. At time that I've this noticed. time
1: I was DJing off my laptop. Okay. And the promoter goes, "Hey man, how's it going?" And I was like, "Good." Like I'm in the middle of mixing, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: And he goes, "Cool." And then he goes, um, "Look out over there by the road." And I look out, and there's like six fire <laughs> oh, yeah. trucks flying up. <laughs> the hill okay and he goes um I just got a call from or he's like I just talked to the fire department there and there's a forest fire going on and no one can leave <laughs> <laughs> and I was like okay and I was like I was about to end my set it was about to be the end of the night that? you know okay. and he goes how late it
0: was at this point
1: maybe two or three in the morning okay he goes I'm gonna need you to keep playing until they're done putting out the fire, <laughs> so they can keep. Because there's one road in, one road out. You know, like okay. So the and the um, they needed it for the fire trucks. Right, right. So
0: so they blocked it off. No, no, no traffic, one
1: can leave. Off. And he's like, I need you to keep playing. Just keep these people dancing.
0: <laughs> this is like this is the the. This is like the premise of the movie Speed. It's like, right. It, dude, it literally <laughs> like felt like you that. keep it up to 120 yeah. BPM. Exactly. It felt like a movie. If you movie. go under 120 BPM, and it no, was like dies. It was like
1: challenging my skills as a DJ on another level that I've never experienced before. Because not only do... You always want to keep the people dancing, you know. Yeah. But now it was like, they can't leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you want to for a, a certain amount of time. But I don't know... This is something that's come up in the these conversations where more isn't always better. Right. And I don't know. I I'm also not a DJ. I mean, what's what's a good amount of time to DJ? When is too long? When is like this isn't fun anymore? It all it depends here. on the
1: style of music really. Okay. I mean, and it depends on how you're mixing. I mean, if you're playing house or techno or something like that, you can start getting into some really spacey shit and it can go for hours. So Yeah. Um and that's what I did I started playing tracks that I knew I had extended versions of <laughs> right. or looping right. parts thank god though everybody was high because they were spacing out like they were not it it wasn't awkward when I was getting into like the loopier parts of the, right. of the music people were just but scared. I had to I just had a finite amount of tracks on right. my laptop and so I couldn't just keep going and going and going but um yeah, that that was pretty stressful. How
0: long did it go? Do you remember? No. I
1: mean I mean the like sun started days. the sun was coming up. <laughs> like and three days later <laughs> The Sun the sun was definitely coming up. Okay. And the promoter finally came back up and was like, Okay, we're cool, man.
0: Like they put the fire out and we're we're yeah, good? Yeah. People can leave now.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Damn.
2: That's so you probably went and extended three four three hours? At least three hours, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: I mean, it sounds like you're saying it was rough and it was challenging, but it wasn't like, did you hate it? Like, by the end of it, were you like, fuck this, I hate being here? Or were No, you... it was just stressful. Yeah. Um, was there any danger to the folks there? Like, was it like, hey, there's a fire, hopefully well, it doesn't come well, over you here? You know,
1: I don't think there was, but everybody was so chill about it. It was the chillest forest fire I'd ever seen. Because everybody. was that everybody disconcerting is, to you because you're like, you guys are not. Colorado, like, people are hard to read sometimes because okay. they're so just like laid back a lot. Well, of the if they're know. high, especially. especially. <laughs> yeah, and this promoter, but this promoter um, is notorious for that, you know. He'll, you know, he'll be in the, he'll have some rave that's like in the middle of getting shut down by the cops and, and there's all kinds of fucked up shit going on and he'll just be walking around and be like, hey. It's How's cool. everything going, man? He's just like... <laughs> It <laughs> yeah. makes me
0: think of uh I one time played a little show and it's like DIY place in Joplin, Missouri. I've been to Joplin, Missouri. Okay. Do you remember so I a played few a video there? There was a um, massive tornado that hit. Yeah. So I it my show was probably like two weeks after that tornado, and I hadn't heard about it. But I just I missed it, and I was talking to somebody, like, a couple days before. I was in, like, St. Louis or Kansas City or somewhere, on my way to Joplin, like, the next day or two, and was talking. They're like, oh, where are you going from here? You know, it's like classic tour question. Where, where are you playing? Next? Right. And I was like, oh, I'm in Joplin. And they're like, oh, is the venue still there? Because, you know, they got fucking wiped out by Oh, no, this was right
1: after the tornado. Like,
0: it was a week or two after. Oh, and I And I just didn't hear the news. Like for whatever reason, yeah. I just missed it. So then I was like, Oh shit. No, I had no idea. They're like, yeah, it's a little town. So like this thing just fucking bulldozed yeah. huge parts. And I remember I had the, the venue, the guy that ran the venue, I had his number and we hadn't really communicated a lot. It was like, okay, the show's set. I'll see you. You know, and we were set, but I, so I called him. I was like, Hey, um, I just heard you guys had a tornado. Like, are you okay I don't know what to ask you know but like is there he's like oh no no it was fine that was in it was in South well, Joplin yo know, that's
1: I mean was... that's how <laughs> what was the, what, the what was the one Sandy remember Hurricane yeah. Sandy oh yeah that's how Sandy I was in Brooklyn yeah. in Greenpoint right and then, while it was happening right. while there was flooding going on I went and ran in a car that evening <laughs> okay and took off like I just and drove were, I was about fine. I was leaving for, I was starting a tour that night yeah yeah. And my brother was out, and we were fine. It was it was literally in Greenpoint. It was like drizzling. Right, right. And, then, and it was no windier than. Well,
0: okay. The difference is, Brooklyn, is massive. Yeah, that's true. Brooklyn by itself would yeah. be, I think, like the third largest city South- in the country. That was South Joplin. <laughs> No, that's what he said. He said that was South Joplin, and so like we're in North Joplin, and then I, but I'd never been to Joplin. That's before. Like ten I, city blocks. I know. So I get there, and Ugh. and seriously, like that's five crazy. blocks from where the venue was, they were they're at like North Third, and then it like South Third. Yeah. Like six, like five or six blocks away, it just looks like a fucking <coughs> lawnmower just huh. Shit. took whole blocks out, like just garbage, like everything's just like a city. Yeah. Dump. It was amazingly terrible. So shitty. Yeah. And he, but he was so chill. I guess that's what I was saying. It's like yeah. he was this super stoned white dude with dreadlock, just way fucking rasta, Post- chilled out dude, <laughs> way fucking high. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing to him was not. It wasn't special. It was fine. <laughs> it was like, yeah. oh, no, no, dude, that was in South Joplin. We're cool. I don't, When I played worry. Joplin, it was... So, it you did the show, and then... So I did the show, because I'd never been to Joplin. Yeah. I mean, I felt like, I will say, this wasn't, like, my worst show ever, but this was, like, I felt like a total asshole at the show, mm. because I got there having never seen Tornado... Wreckage or, or, you or like, you like a call. An outsider or like I felt like a tourist. tourist. I felt like I'm gonna come check out your tornado. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Everybody in this room has suffered massive loss. Or had this a, week. Or a family or friend. People had folks that died. Yeah. Because oh, there was like a Home Depot or something or Lowe's or something that got hmm. ripped up where people were in there. Yeah. It just got destroyed. I mean, this woman been upstairs in their house sleeping like cause she works nights and it was in the middle of the day and the fucking thing it like dro- her bed dropped from the second floor to the first floor like it she- tore her house up to the point where she fell mm-hmm. from the second floor to the I mean, she was okay but it fucked her up and yeah. she was like mentally still just like shell shocked yeah. and and I mean, I just heard so many stories. I just felt like a tourist, like a like some yeah. kid. Well, I remember when, we, when I played
1: there. It was a few. It was at least two years after that. Okay. Because it was, it had been getting rebuilt, but there was a, a kid from Joplin, who had a screamo band that like went, uh, he they got randomly huge. Okay. And he was and he was really he made a bunch of money. He signed like a major label. I can't remember who, what the fucking band was called. Yeah what this guy's name was but he came back to Joplin. he didn't leave Joplin and okay. he came back and he built a he, he like bought a club and would just okay. bring people out that he liked That he, he, there'd be people whose music he liked and he'd fly them out and have them play a show at his club yeah. and um, I ended up on one of the tours that got brought there to his club True. and it was a the crowd was hilarious because the crowd was all like teen kids that were fans of this kid's band Right. Sure. that were just like sure I'll go see whatever you brought to town <laughs> whatever you did yeah. so they're like watching me play and they're just like looking at him <laughs> yeah. like, so you, like, and he's like <laughs> him and his friends are like drinking and dancing and just partying and, then, and they're all just like looking at him like okay cool you like this okay <laughs> <laughs> right. That's pretty all these girls all these like teenage girls that were just like following him around or like standing awkwardly at different parts of the bar just staring at him <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. And he was this like tall skinny lanky kid covered yeah. in tattoos. Yeah. Just looked like um, you know, he, he looked like yeah, he looked like a screamo star.
0: Yeah. Which he
1: was. He totally was. He,
0: he, he was actually he
1: really him. fucking cool too. He was really nice. Yeah, yeah. And he paid us really well and it was just a cool thing that like he went to LA and signed a major label deal and took, took his band on tour and like yeah. you know, made all this money doing music but like brought it back to Joplin that's weird.
0: yeah, it's a, yeah. I love it's though crazy. that in little towns I mean I don't know how much of this you if I don't know if this is your experience but I love when you play little towns where there's not enough people for there to be separate cliques as far as genres there's, yeah. just, there's like there's only it's one only. hardcore band in that town and so Tacoma's
1: almost that small Tacoma was almost yeah. that small yeah to where there would be bills with gangster rap and punk
2: yeah 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 you kind of just have, right. to have to because it's anything it's like it's like, main, it's like not mainstream like there's a mainstream yeah. club and then there's something that's alternative
0: right.
2: but I remember yeah I played shows where yeah there'd be a gangster I did rap, some little rap rock
1: shows thing. like that yeah
0: I was just thinking I played a show in Jonesboro Arkansas it was like one of the first shows I played like that where it was like this rapper a noise band like a hardcore band, and then me playing like experimental, mm-hmm. you know, solo bass. <laughs> like, yeah, but it was awesome because it was like, well, there's only one hip hop dude in this town, so <laughs> yeah,
1: he's playing. no. I played, I played um, Little Rock one time, and it was this hip hop DJ that also played like Prefuse and right. Dobri and stuff. But then he was like the town hip hop DJ, right? And then this, and then the act that went on before me was this girl who was um, a stripper that just started rapping. Okay. And she had been a dancer. She'd been working at a strip club for forever. Um, or not forever, but for like a few years, you know. Yeah. And she was still pretty young. But she was like dressed. Just her whole thing was like stripper first and she raps. Okay. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. and,
1: and then he was also her DJ. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Because... And so and 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 but it was incredible. Her, sh- I was like blown away by her. I was like, <laughs> this girl could be a star.
2: Yeah. Did she continue on? though?
1: I never heard from her ever oh. again. Yeah. No. Oh. Wow. But, just the the whole night was so weird because I was like, this is not an opening act. Like this, is not I don't see anything like that at any of my other right, shows. Right. 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 <laughs> it's like the right. only right. show that had anything <laughs> remotely close to to that. Right. Right. But it was cool, and it was also like. You know, her. she had her whole crew and totally different set of fans that came to see her play. Yeah. But everybody would stick around and keep drinking and, 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 like, hang out with each other. Right. That's and awesome. that's what I was like. This was also early on, before hip-hop had, like, fragmented into as many yeah different styles as it as that it has is. now. So a sure. while it was just rap. And right, then there's, right. like, the DJ that plays rap beats. But he was also starting to get into electronic shit. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, in, in Miami, the, the one there was a, a period, say, around, like, 2001 and it was the Polish American club and they would have IDM and then they would have electro but then they would have like um, uh, trans am like thrill jockey stuff okay and then they would have noise and then they would have like occasional industrial gothic stuff so it was like anything that you know wasn't and South Beach was just like corny like bottle you know bottle service stuff right so it was just uh it was just anything that was you know interesting alternative music it was like do you wanna you wanna share a story? Sure. come um, So uh, no, so I was thinking about it, and um, as like I would say, as a uh, sort of as an adult, I like I I have not had any um, terrible shows. You know, um, there's been you know there's been great ones, there's been medium ones, there's been ones that are like slightly depressing, but not terrible so there's only the only one terrible one that stands out and that was like one of my early early you know super early gigs and I think I you know I I would hope that everyone has that, you know yeah like when you're when you're a teenager you know Well, so and
0: just maybe give a little backstory to what were you doing at the time what
2: um well like I would say I started I was started playing in bands when I was like 14 and then I started DJing when I was like 16 and I and I kept doing both but in terms of i had way more experience playing in bands at that time you know as a teen, um so we had you know we had shows every week or rehearsals two three times a week and we were recording ourselves every week so we you know just the experience of playing live with and it was like funk and we would go into rock and punk and disco and um um and then when we later on we'd go into like disco sessions that would kind of like be jammy um so but you know i do think it's interesting if the band had stayed together maybe we could have like gone sort of in the vein of like what dfa did um early on but um anyways the obviously the the band broke up and everyone um started getting into making beats and you know really getting into electronic production and so this was um this was like 96, 97, and um, and that also coincided with DJing, and so everyone was like, pretty much, pretty quickly switched to, how do we, how do we mix music, DJing wise, and how do we make like, instrumental beats, kind of thing, and so I had a gig, and also we were still crossing over with, all of the. Like, the Rocksteady crew reunion scene, which was, like, a that was a great scene because there was, like, b-boys, writers, you know, it's the four elements of hip-hop that was happening every year in the summer in New York. And it was just exciting because you could meet all these, like, new MCs and, like, that's when, like, Most Def was coming up and like Raucous was, like, really big and, and Lyricist Lounge and, like, there was this hopes of, like, this whole... You know, newer, kind of a newer. It was a Renaissance. Yeah, it was. A, it was a Renaissance. I mean, Lyricist Lounge was definitely Far. was definitely a Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, F- that's the best way to say it because you had you didn't know if someone was going to be the next Common or Mosta for Talukweli, um, you, you just didn't really know. Um, so, we and we met. We were lucky enough to meet a lot of these underground kids who were just like, "Yo, I'm this kid from South Brooklyn," and we recorded. Um, what we would do is we would just record instrumental beats.
0: So were you and in Brooklyn? So I was, we were, in,
2: we were in Westchester. Um, this, was, this was all pretty much before uh, Miami. Okay. And we were in Westchester, and when I say we, it was like me and my bandmates yeah and um so you had been yeah.
0: a band with these guys but then you broke up as a band the band at was this point the
2: band was eight people and then we, we broke up and then me and two of the people stayed together me and four yeah it was like, like a as three, djs four, now instead, as, as producers and djs okay. exactly so it was like the drummer and the guitarist who was doing the mpc so everyone had sw- everyone more or less switched to a, a you know electronic production okay in some form you know um and um and I was still, I was I was the most focused just on, like, turntablism, pretty much. Right. And then these guys were doing kind of both. Like, hey, we, they were like, we can record guitars into the MPC. You know, so right. they were still doing, they were still into, like, the hybrid production thing. Um, or sampling yourself. And uh, with... Um, well, I'll, I'll just jump to the gig. Um, so, was, you know, at that time, we, there was like this hyper creativity going on, yeah. you know. And, and again, with like some of the b boys we met, they were like, "Yo, you should come do this b boy event we're doing." And we we're like, "Okay, cool." And then that originally it was booked as billed as a b boy event, and then I realized, oh, maybe it's not a b boy. He was like, "It's he was like it's just this it's like this house in Cherry Hill in New Jersey." Okay, and I was like, okay. I don't think it's a b-boy event. And then uh, pretty quickly, I had I had just this gut instinct that it was a frat boy event. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? Oh, 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 oh. Not really. There's no oh, difference boy? except for one... Just, no, yeah, boys. There's just one little <laughs> word difference. <laughs> so it's like a boy band event. It's a F, It's a D, B to an F. Yeah. So, so uh, and and you know... And an also. <laughs> I think that and, means something else. And it's pretty crazy because also at that time... We there was a little period in our, at the end of high school where we you know we were all like graffiti writers and break dancers and there was a little crossover with some of like some of the football kids would be like oh I get what you're doing you guys are like you guys are, are being artsy or you guys are doing graffiti or whatever you know there was like a slight crossover but maybe that was just like because it was senior year and everyone's you know going away so we get booked and. Um, he's like come just he's like just you know come to new jersey and at that time i i was just psyched because i just finally bought turntables and i was like yo anywhere there's a party i'll go like i'll just bring the turntables bring my records right and we're good and we had the band had a a pretty good sound system so that was so that was like the bonus it was like (laughs) it was like yo the band is done we have the sound system we can we can bring anywhere so we show up we drive all the way out to new jersey and as we like pull up to this at we're getting deeper into like the suburbs and the houses are getting nicer. And and I see this like three story house and I'm like, Oh, this is like most of the houses are two stories. And this is like a three story, you know, there's like and I see like kids like, you know, on the third story, kind of like, who doing who knows what. And we pull up. And I just I'm like, we're what I like what you know, how do I even how do I even approach this? place? Right. And we go up and then everyone's it's a it's basically a frat party in a backyard <laughs> like, is it a frat house no it wasn't it was just it was the parents were it was parents were gone right uh-huh. parents oh, were yeah. Gone. Yeah. classic <laughs> classic <laughs> 80s movie parents were gone <laughs> who knows and they and they were probably the parents were probably gone for you know weeks because because okay. they had money so they were like in their other at their other house right you know so I am like, how do I even approach this? I'm like, all right, well we I'm like we came so far. I'll just I'll try. I'll, like I'll try to commu- <laughs> I'll try to communicate right. with these people, and I pretty much get surrounded by frat boys, and it's like me and they're like, they're like, well what are you gonna do? <laughs> that, was, that was the that was how my, was the greeting to the gig, and they're like, well what are you gonna do? Oh. And I was like I was like I'm I was like I'm gonna play some records. I was like we got music. He's like we got we got sound. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I think my boy has a fog machine. Like, it's gonna be a party, and uh, and they were like, Oh yeah, they're like, Oh yeah, well, well, what kind of music? And then I was like, I don't know. Like, um, I was like, I, I got some. I mean, I knew, I knew definitely not to say at, at that age. I knew don't say techno, don't say drum and bass, you know. Yeah. Because I that was really what I was really what I was into was like drum and bass <laughs> and breakbeats. And uh, I was like, well, I was like, you know, we got some dancers. We got some like funk and, and, and funk and breaks and B-Boys. I was like, you know, I got like Beastie Boys and like Portishead. (laughs) Like who knows what else? And, uh, and the guy, and then all, and then the guy who owned, who, who was the, whose house it was, he was just kind of quiet. And then his buddies just basically were drunk and got kind of aggro. They, I mean, I could have just, I should have just said I had (laughs) Coldplay. And they they pretty much got aggro and they were like, they thought, they took, they thought I was challenging them. They all of a sudden took it as a challenge. You know, like I was there to fight them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just instant, like. I'm assuming this is not late in the night. Like, this just is derived, like is yeah. This is like this is like seven p.m. ish. But are they already just drunk? Yeah, because okay. exactly. Their parents they've are drunk. They've been drinking all day. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad are their gone. party. And that was that was the weird. That was the thing that freaked me out. I was like, oh man, these people showed up at three p.m. because they don't have sh- shit to do. Okay. And they by you know they did vodka all all day. Exactly. And by five they were just faced. ready to fight the DJ. Right. Well, and I showed up at seven, <laughs> and I was just looking. You know, we were just. I was like, oh well we could go like, you know, nine PM till whatever, two AM. Right. But yeah, it was already too late. And um, <laughs> so it got and so it got weird and then they pretty much the his boys were like these they just looked very, you know, very like sterile frat boys and they um, tried to fight us and So you're with like two guys? It was me it was me and one guy. So it was me and one guy. <laughs> and, and they, they straight like, up want to fight you. Well, yeah, but it's like eight, it's not only is it eight of them; it's like eight of them plus a hundred of their friends. But I'm just yeah. like, how yeah.
0: does this come up? Like, are uh, they like? Well, no, they let's were fucking fighting. They, like, they they
2: they aggressively charged towards us. Okay, And that's then pretty, or, no, yeah, no we, no, we no, we, <laughs> but they didn't have, but they didn't have fit. They didn't have their fists out. They just charged towards us, and so we backed up and we're like, we're like, all right, man. I think we were, you know, we were just so passive. We we're like, yo, we're you know we're just going to hang for it. We're going to cause our, we had a one mutual friend and we're like, man, we're just going to talk to Freddie. And, um, and, uh, so
0: <laughs> Freddie was the bridge. So between the right. Frat boys, well, and the boys.
2: yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to think, so there was like, there was one, there was the, the initial aggression. And then we, we diffused it by just being like, yo, let's just feel it out. You know, like we're just hanging out. And then after meaning you're going to stop playing. No, or? we didn't even, I mean, we had all the, all the equipment was in the car. I had oh, been, you hadn't even set up? No, not even. No. It I was just, immediate. It was just it like was, you got there it was and they're a, like... You it was, it was immediate you the where packs. they just treated, treated me as like, what are you doing here? Basically, huh. yeah. And I was like, I was booked to play as party. And then, and then said, they said, what are you doing here? More right. or less. So um, yeah. So I, was, I still was just like, well, let me just see if, you know, like what's going on here. And then after, even after about another five, ten minutes it just got worse where cause I was, I moved, I moved off to the side almost like, all right, either I'm leaving or I'm, you know, going to see what's going on. And as I was on the side, um, the, his, the frap. it was always, it was like his, you know, his buddies and the buddies came up and they were just like, I don't even think they said anything. It was physically just how they approached me. And they were just like ready to throw fists. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need to play any music here. I was like, we can just leave. And and then, and then it, as soon as I said that, it was it, the mode was like we're oh hey we're leaving we're leaving and then it was just like, if it all it pretty much flipped it within five to ten minutes it flipped into we're leaving we're leaving, yeah and they were it's like and we're then, and then they were happy. happy with that they were like, um uh they yeah they were, it was like they had won their little you know just by okay. by their intimidation they had won their battle. Yeah. Oh, of course. And they're right. bad. Well, yeah. well not yeah. necessarily, of they're course, because tur- I, tur- I, I
0: thought sometimes people want to fight, and it's like, oh, that's right. what they want, yeah, it's uh, not, yeah, 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 and it's not, and it's like, they're out to fight, they were, and they're well, just looking for Well, that's what they had wanted.
2: Of course, that's what they wanted, but I mean, it was like... And like, just, I'm going to leave, yeah. doesn't you know, that always makes, get you out of a fight. Like, honestly, right. okay,
1: honestly, it makes more sense. I don't get either of them, like, whether you want to fight or you want to punk somebody off. Right. Yeah. Both of those just seem kind of weird yeah. yeah but i guess it makes more sense. i can i i guess i can make a little bit have a little more understanding of the guy that wants to physically bite because at least that's an action like that's a sport you know yeah but the guy <laughs> that's, that's like people but the guy that's like fine with like i made him look like a pussy that's a yeah. whole other yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a, a w- That's thing. yeah that's like sociopath or something or it that's was, just a weirdo
0: was, that's like, because I have one things, it's, it's like, yeah, do she, douche. yeah. The story reminds me of when I. It was all of that I, combined,
2: but it was all of that combined. It was, I want to make him look like he yeah. and then it was one guy, like, pushing, like, when a guy comes up to you and he pushes his shoulders forward, yeah. and his yeah. chest <laughs> forward at you, and he lunges at you, Yo. and then pretty much, like, there was never, like, a straight up, you know, push, push, but it was just, it was just so obvious, I was just like. That reminds me there. of, um,
1: like, my senior year in high school, yeah. when we, uh, there was parties I went to and fights would start just based on nothing but the yeah. way people, way guys would approach way each way you, other, yeah. or the way just, you just look, the way the you room. It was just yeah. a start was could just be a posture.
0: No, and that was yeah. I, that's exactly. I was thinking that's what I was thinking of in high school. I yeah. didn't. I don't think I got in any fights in high school, but I was clearly not interested in fighting. Yeah, and I still, I had to still like talk my way out of fights. Because it's like, well, I don't want to get my ass kicked, and Were I got you that don't... tall in high school? Yeah, I was tall. So, but, no, but that fucked with me because sometimes yeah, people that... start. Sh-
1: people are gonna start shit, shit with big right, challenge. because it's, challenge, yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, you think
0: you're big, you think you're fucking tough. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm tough. Yeah. I'm tall. That's it. I've you know, noticed that though. I'm not a fighter at all. I've noticed that
1: that um, you become a target. because well, it... I've, I've, my whole life, I've always had, I've always known a lot of guys. That are tall or big guys that don't that that are not into fighting. They're, they're not right about it, but be, but they they are fully aware because they're presenting a challenge There's to short, someone that likes it's to like, fight.
0: It ends up being shorter dudes that want to prove themselves. Yeah, like of you think you? Yeah. I'll fucking kick your ass. And like yeah. look, nobody said that I was gonna kick you. Out. Like, well, I think you I th- definitely can kick my ass. I know that. We both know
2: that. We don't need to prove that. I think also back then, um, say in, whenever in high school, and I'm sure it still isn't now in high school, was it was very clear between h- how you dressed, you know. Yeah. And so it wasn't the. It was just yeah. like, the say the jock wearing, pre- the preps, you know, wearing, wearing jock wearing preppy clothing, and then your you and your friends who had either baggy baggy clothing or someone with dyed hair. Or someone with you know oh. I was I was a right kid. someone who I, I had was too right. yeah so it was
1: just like it was but like, I would dabble like it's yeah. like at first I was dabbling and then um, it was funny because me and Zach around the same time yeah we both went kind of all in yeah and it was funny because they stopped teasing us once we started actually wearing nail polish and like <laughs> right. and actually wearing like full on like punk and and whatever styles. Yeah. We were into like they stopped, but it was like when we were dabbling, the jocks would be like calling us names and shit. Right. And then once we showed up, just like well, you you sort of then they were like it was the game was over. It was like no fun anymore.
0: Right. So me and my buddies (laughs) had a, and this is this is rather insensitive because we didn't really know what any of these words meant at the time. But we made up an event that we called Drag Queen Friday. Uh And I didn't know actually what a drag queen was in high school. In high school. And so, but it just we dressed in drag. You just wear women's clothes. There was just like me and my buddy Philip and George and Aaron would all dress in dresses, <laughs> and I definitely wore a wig one t- at least one time to, to school. To school, just to fuck with people. Of course, and but it was the same kind of thing where I'm trying to think because it was like all of my my close friends, all the dudes that I hung out with anyway, constantly douche, you know. The, and it wasn't just frat boys but it was like also the just, athletes yeah but I mean like I grew up in Southern California so it was, it was like a different demographic too of like the kind of gang dude the, oh, the, like, yeah. they weren't actually in gang most of them were not actually okay. gang but dudes but, but who wanted to look like present like right. yeah. oh dude I'm, a, I'm you fucking, gotta be hard. you gotta be tough yeah you gotta be tough so like you would see like Sir 13 would be just like yeah. graffiti everywhere yeah. it's like somebody who maybe their cousin was in the gang or yeah, whatever right. and it was trying to look hard so there was that element as well but uh you know folks would like call us faggots that was like the yeah. thing all the time sure. yeah but it's like when we show up in a dress it's like how do you even what do you say to that yeah and again like i didn't know the difference <laughs> between just being in drag and being in a, in, like a drag queen but i was calling myself a drag queen so yeah. then people would be like yeah well he's a He's a faggot. And like, <laughs> no, it didn't. I obviously don't care
2: which you think about that. <laughs> like, no, that's the like, nice thing so about going. The... In a way, you you did your shock value. It, 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 that was it also like you. our
0: whole sense of humor. We would like. I remember Philip and me doing my mama jokes. My Mama jokes? <laughs> because yeah. people don't know what the fuck to do with that. And they're like, yeah. they're like, dude, my mama's so fat, and yeah. they're like. That dude show. just said, a, he just says, funny. "Mom is ugly and stupid and fat," and like, you know, yeah. And we just, it was like that was our absurdist humor, like That's coming great, out man. of like Monty Python and like uh, weirdo shit like that. We were just like, okay, how, how are you gonna, how are you gonna insult the person who says, my, yeah. "I'm an idiot," my mom's fat, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we just we kind of like squash that sometimes. But that said, there were still people that wanted to whoop my ass, mm-hmm. just really try. just to do it. Yes, yeah. you know, and it still was me like right. trying not to get my ass kicked.
2: <laughs> I think <laughs> what, I think at that age, what the craziest thing is more so because a lot of pe- times you know everyone knows each other from oh I know from middle school I know yeah, him yeah. from elementary school he's harmless you know or, my sister knows like my sister knows his sister blah blah mm-hmm. blah they're you know they're harmless or we played soccer or whatever it was. But it's it's way more, it flips way more when you leave your, say if you were in drag and you left your town and you went, you know, two hours away to or an hour right, away right. to like a downtown.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah.
2: It, it gets, then that's great. And I I always noticed like, for example, me and my friends, you know, it was a cross between obviously skaters and ravers and we'd have whatever kind of baggy shit we'd have on. Of and course. then we go, we go to Manhattan and we meet the Manhattan kids, and they were like, yo, I'm so hip-hop, I'm so hip-hop, right, right, right. I'm baggy shit, my, my what is this, what, they'd be like, what is this fake raver shit? You know, they'd be like, you guys are like suburban skaters. Right. And we're like, yeah, we're like, yeah, we're, you know, and, yeah, we're just like, yeah, we're not from Manhattan. Sorry. And then the Manhattan kids, <laughs> would just, they would just swing at us, like, straight up, yeah. we had kids swing at us, and we're like, really? yeah, and we and we were just like, yo, we're not trying to create a gang fight here. We're not trying to be. Yeah. you. We're just, they were just swinging at us, and we were like, we're, we're out here. Damn. Like, we are like, this is your turf, you you have all your boys here, we're just, like, we're gone. We're,
0: the know. being tall thing, so were you, you're Yeah, I was tall and skinny, yeah. Yeah. Um. The the being tall thing goes both ways. I was thinking about what you said, Elliot, about how there's definitely like the shorter guys that felt like they needed to prove themselves uh, to you yeah. be, or prove themselves by taking you out and, like, oh, she got knocked out. That guy who was a foot taller than me. But then occasionally I will say you could look tough without being tough. And I didn't, I learned at some point, like, in some situations, I might be able to front my way out of this and like I don't know how to fight at all but if I can look if I can look like no I'll fuck you up then maybe I won't have to actually yeah. get in the fight and I don't have the skills to say when exactly but I, I was thinking of uh, my buddy Jim who also used to live in Tacoma we were in Iceland uh, for New Year's Eve a uh, long time like 2000 I don't remember 2006 or seven or something like that and um we're just like roaming around checking out the crazy fire fireworks are going everywhere and it's kind of crazy like constant just fireworks non-stop coming from every direction and everybody's drunk like everybody the whole day is just like drunk and shooting out fireworks so it's kind of like dangerous but kind of fun and we're walking around and this dude sort of like starts talking to us like just making conversation it seems friendly like he's clearly drunk but he's being nice and he's like asking us where we're from and just making chit chat and then um yeah then but then it gets weird it's like he's like so you expect me to believe you're just two american guys who happen to have big beards and like jim at the time had a big like red beard Um, you i got my big old black beard and uh, we're like, I mean... It was weird, because like, like you were saying, it's like all of a sudden it was hostile. It was a challenge. challenge. Like, it seemed friendly. Like, Damn. I thought we were just talking to a random dude in the street. We had been doing that was all day. Was he drunk? He was definitely drunk.
2: Everyone was drunk. He, he took it as uh, Drunk people will flip it on you so yeah. quick sometimes. Well,
0: so check it out, though. He, so he's like, you expect me to believe you're just two American guys we're like, I mean, believe what you want to but Yeah, we're from the States. Like, at the time, I had just moved to New York. I think Jim was living in probably Houston. And we're like, like, I mean, I don't really care what you believe, but yeah. And then, but it was weird. He was like asking, asking if we were, and I got this a lot in Iceland. I actually got this like several times where people were asking if I was Muslim or asking if I was like Arabic. Or Jewish. Those like the those are the ones, right? Mm -hmm. It's like okay, I have a big beard, but no, I'm not Jewish. I'm not Muslim. I'm not. As soon as as
2: soon as you say that, they they don't even know what to you know. If you say I'm not two or three things, they don't know. It's like you've already. They could just. They don't know what to think. They're confused. They flip. Well, I I wasn't
0: really prepared for this because I mean in the U S people make beard comments sometimes depending on which part of the U S you know, but it's like. People say things about my afro or about my beard or whatever. It's usually like, Nice beard, dude, or or like they'll make a joke. Yeah. But it's not it's not weird. It's not like they don't know what to do with it. Right. They're maybe making fun yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: no, something. that's the thing though. They're trying to they wanna place you This guy was like trying, asking yeah. "What? are you Jewish? Are you
0: Muslim? Well, here's where it tripped me out though. So we're talking to him and it's it's gotten a little weird, but we're still still sort of like not really tripping, and then all of a sudden, I realize there's somebody standing like right behind me who wasn't there a second ago, yeah, like standing right behind me, and it's weird. And so, then I kind of pivot to like open up the circle, like, Whoa, what's going on right thing. now? And I'm confused, I don't know what's happening, but it suddenly feels like an ambush or like a some kind of something. And the other guy says something in Icelandic. Oh man. And then all that guy, the guy we we're talking to, he says something in Icelandic. And he makes, he says something that's like maybe a joke, but it's in Icelandic, so I don't know what the fuck he's saying. And then he punches me in the arm in this way that's supposed, like the way you would punch somebody is like a joke, except. Harder. I'm not in on the joke. Yeah. I don't know what he said. It's not that hard. Right. It's too hard. It's like too <laughs> hard for somebody that you don't know yeah. to be, you know, like you don't do that. But it's not hard enough to be, like, the first punch in a fight. Right. And so I'm, like, actually confused. And then I, and then the other thing, I'm wearing a beanie at the time, and he took the beanie off my head. That's aggressive. That's super aggressive. And that's where I was, like, I know that I don't know how to fight, but I know that if I, like, let myself get walked on, I'm more likely to have to fight, and right. I really don't want to be in a fight. And so I snatched the beanie out from his hand and put it back on my head. I was, like the fuck is wrong with you, or something like that. But that's what I mean, is like, I puffed up. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, pretend like you're tough. Right, right, right. Because you really don't want to fight, and that's your only way out of this. Like, if you're like, oh, come on, you guys. Give me back my hat. Like, then then it's like, okay, you're victim material. So I was like, said something, trying to sound tough, like, the fuck's wrong with you, or something, and took my hat back, and he did that punch thing. And I guess I just like looked at him, like, and I I honestly still was more confused than anything else, like, what in the fuck just happened? Like, we were talking to this guy, it was cool, and then in the space of, like, less than a minute, it got super weird, Yeah. and now it's hostile like, and aggro, like you snapped your finger. and I don't really want to be in this situation, but I don't know what to do. So I'm kind of, like, looking at him, like, trying to be tough, but also confused, and then that guy goes let's get out of here before they kick our asses. <laughs> and, wow. and they leave. Was, yeah. And I'm still just standing there. And Jim is like, you scared him off. And I was like, bullshit, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck just happened. He's like, yeah, dude, I think I think you mad-dogged him pretty hard there at the end. And I was like, I don't even know if that's what I was doing, but I'm glad that worked. And then Jim, you know Jim a little bit, yeah? yeah? Um, this is... And I'm Jim's one of my best friends, and I love this in hindsight. But Jim goes, "Yeah, man, I didn't know. I didn't know if you knew that if if anybody threw a punch, I was gonna break that guy's arm and run." Oh wow! <laughs> and and run. Like, That's what he said. And I was like, "Now, Jim is a buff. He's a big guy. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen him in a well, while." He was, but
2: to, he was building up. He was building up that. But
0: Jim doesn't give a fuck about ego. Doesn't give a fuck about this like dick measuring bullshit. Yeah. That usually goes into fighting. He's got. I mean, he didn't have kids at the time, but he has two kids now. Especially doesn't give a fuck about like proving his man in kind of fight. some kind of. That's shit. like dataless.
1: You know, Daedalus is like a black belt. Right? Oh right.
0: Yeah. Well, so he's not a fighter, <laughs> okay. but
1: he got so, different. That's a different, different uh, can of worms. But well, Jim, yeah, yeah. Jim, but got I mean, as far as like he's not, he's not your typical. He's not an ego he's not a he's not a like a he's yeah. not a type of dude that would be puffing up on anybody ever right, yeah. but but like low key he can he can yeah, he can, can break somebody's arm. <laughs> right. right. So <laughs> I hadn't even
0: the thing is I it had never occurred to me that I would or that any of my friends would like break somebody's arm. But Jim this is already this was Jim's like backup plan. If ever I'm in a fight, because he's like, I don't want to be in a fight. If somebody's gonna put that on me I have no ethic around like the rules of engagement. Fuck you! I don't want to be in a fight, so I'm going to break your arm and I'm going to run, and you're not going to follow me because you got a broken arm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he told me all this, and I was like, "Dude, no! How the fuck would I know that that you were going to break somebody's right. arm?" It was news too. It was and he news. definitely could. Like he's a fucking built, dude, who just could break somebody's arm if he wanted to do it. But it had not occurred to me that that was his plan. Right. he's like, well, just heads up, if that ever happens and we're hanging out, I don't want to be in a fight. Now, Jim also got, like, full-on stabbed in a fight in high school and just, like, got his ass beat all the time, was bullied, and was just like, I don't give a fuck about fighting. I will break that dude's arm. I will run. <laughs> yeah.
2: that's, that's what will happen. Yeah. And, well, maybe he gave off that that energy, like, translated a little bit to the... Uh,
0: oh, I think so. To the, to I think Jim looks intimidating without trying. Right. And so dude, I think whatever like, I was trying to, like, muster, Jim yeah. just does automatically. So I think that was a big part of it, too. The thing that Jim then said, which makes total sense in hindsight, but I didn't, it didn't occur to me. So one of the dudes, ha- or actually both of the dudes, had shaved heads. Oh, right. Oh, I wasn't yeah. tripping on it, but he's like, Jim's yeah. like, I think those dudes were skinheads. Yeah. And I think they were, like, when he pulled your hat off, I think they were trying to size you up. Because... Yeah. That's I don't. Course, I'm like yeah. ethnically ambiguous, and that's why they were like, "But are you are you Jewish? Are you yeah. Arab? Are you what do what do you what are you?" If a know if you're ever around you a white dude them with them. a that's shaved
1: that. head that's bothered by the fact that they can't figure out what right. ethnicity you are, In whether say, they're a skinhead <laughs> or not, they're a they're <laughs> a they're knucklehead. You. Like they're yeah. Right. You don't want to fuck with that. No, but you know what I'm saying. It, but, but that's everything but you,
0: switched very quickly right. from like cool hangs, just like chill random dude in the street that's all of weird. a sudden you're trying to figure out what we are yeah and then see what you can do yeah. about it you know and that but yeah. that's a well no, they're also that, not that's a thing
1: with those types of dudes too like when you get out into the rural areas and you got dudes they're like that with a lot of shit they're they're frustrated about what they can't figure out like someone's sexual orientation or someone's yeah. anything yeah. when it's perplexing when it's confusing them Because, I mean, like, your story reminds me of in Berlin, when Jeffrey Sapphire was living in Berlin. And he's like, oh, that's a... There were blocks that he was like, we can't go on that block, you know. And you'd see dudes milling around with shaved heads. But they looked more like soccer hooligans, you know. They weren't, like, wearing fucking the suspenders and wearing a uniform or anything. But it was, like, knucklehead guys. And when there'd be a bunch of them, you just, like, stay away. Yeah. And... It was a weird thing because in I just you don't encounter that in cities in the in the US at least, you know. They don't yeah, I guess they don't present themselves. Well, that was
2: modern exactly. In modern Berlin, where it was still like, "Oh, there's still pockets of skinheads that mm-hmm. will still
1: rule this block." Mm-hmm. But 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 it was also like uh, it wasn't near the downtown. It wasn't near the It was like out there. Yeah. But It's just weird to be in Germany and see that shit because of the history and everything. Yeah, Yeah, though the
0: trip is that also in Berlin or any place in Germany, you've got straight-up anti-Nazi brigades. You've got, like, folks who are, like, out to beat up skinheads. Mm -hmm. And, like, you have some of that in the States. Mm -hmm. But but Germany, like, comes correct on that shit. Oh, you're a fascist? Like, we'll whoop your ass. Mm -hmm. Uh... And I feel like we're living now, and with Donald Trump and everything, like there's more of that, like Antifa fa uh-huh. now in the states. But I feel like Germany's been bringing that. Oh yeah. since since everything went down in mm-hmm. World War Two. Like there's there's been folks who were like, "We'll roam the streets and beat up skinheads," <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, it's weird weird times now. Fucking Nazis are back in the U.S. And I hate to end it on a downer, guys. <laughs> it's it's triggered. It it is is all mean. about the worst, worst president ever, worst show ever. <laughs> worst worst uh, president ever is a theme. Yeah, we're all about the negative. Well, no, it's a, it's consistent theme. <laughs> yeah, just talking shit. I mean, you couldn't, you could do this show. <laughs> this episode of Worst Show. Possible by the Patreon pledges of Joanna Fryman, Meg Roberts, Christina Poez, and Evan Quayburg. If you'd like to support this endeavor, please go to patreon.com slash worst show
2: ever.